back to another episode of Sexcapades, where we decrease the stigma around sex and pleasure one podcast at a time. Last week, we talked about orgasms, and this week, I want to talk about vaginal dryness. Uh, So this week's episode only really is relevant to those with vaginas, um, but I mean, you can still listen along if you want to learn more. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, So let's get right into it. Um, I feel like as a society, we've been conditioned to think that if you are aroused, it means you will automatically get wet. However, this doesn't always hold true. Um, Although being wet and lubricated can be a sign that you're ready to get down and dirty, but it's not like this for everyone. Um, Having vaginal dryness is actually more common than most women think. Um, There is nothing wrong with using lube. And I feel like a lot of the time people associate, you know, using lube with being old or there's something wrong with them, but this is far from the truth. Um, There's actually a multitude of reasons why you could be experiencing vaginal dryness. Um, Some of these are actually crazy. Like there's over 10, you know, common reasons. And so let's educate ourselves on why our vaginas, you know, may be drier than the Sahara Desert. I feel like people feel like if they have to use lube, there's something wrong with them or they're old. And then they also feel like if they're having the dryness, it means like they're not aroused by their partner. They're not attracted to their partner and it could cause some issues there. But in reality, that is not true. And I think some women get really embarrassed about this and are afraid to be open um, because, you know, they don't want to seem like embarrassed of their sexuality or maybe you know they think that something's wrong with them I think it simply comes down to that Um, but there are so so many reasons why you could be experiencing vaginal dryness Um, and one of those reasons is you could simply just be an underproducer Um, It could just be based on your body's biology. Um, So think about it like how different people produce different different amounts of sweat um, while doing the same amount of exercise. It's the same concept here. You could be doing the same amount of like sexual activity as someone else, but you and that other person will experience different levels of wetness. Um, The amount of lubrication that is produced varies from woman to woman. Another reason is that you may not have gotten enough foreplay. Um, Don't ever underestimate foreplay. You have to warm that kitty cat up. Um, And I know in movies, they always make it seem like you go straight from like kissing and like 30 seconds later, like you're having sex and the woman's aroused and it's going well. Well, that is not how it works in real life. Um, You have to get warmed up and ready to go. Um, You have to get that motion to the ocean going um and so that could be another reason too you're not getting enough foreplay um another reason is that you could have a yeast infection uh certain vaginitis situations can lead to dryness and so it's possible that dryness could be your only symptom that you're experiencing however it's usually accompanied by itchiness um so look out for those symptoms if you don't know give your doctor a holler um Call the doctor, figure it out, 
figure out if you have a yeast infection. Um, don't ever be afraid to talk about your vaginal health um, with your doctor because that is your prized possession. You want to make sure it is healthy. Um, another thing too is that you could be breastfeeding and that breastfeeding could be affecting your vaginal um, dryness and your amount of wetness that you're able to get. Um, so when you're breastfeeding, you produce um, a hormone called prolactin and women who breastfeed have very high levels of prolactin. Prolactin. Oh my gosh. Um, and as a result of this, it can depress your levels of estrogen, which lead to vaginal dryness. So that could be another reason. And so the list goes on and on here. Um, another reason could be that you are going through perimenopause or menopause. Um, when your cycle slows down, your ovaries start making less estrogen and your vaginal tissues become thinner and drier. Um, and I do know that while taking uh, my sexuality class, um, we had discussed, you know, when you're going through menopause, that there are different options out there aside from lube um, to help with vaginal dryness, itchiness, and your vaginal tissue becoming thinner. Um, and again, this is something that you just need to talk to your doctor about. Don't be embarrassed. Advocate for yourself. Um, another thing is that it could be your birth control. Um, and so, as you may have come to realize, we're talking about estrogen. And estrogen leads to lubrication. And if you are on a low-dose birth control, this could explain why you aren't getting as wet. Um, so, you know, look at the type of birth control you're taking. You know, if you're on a low dose of estrogen, that could explain why you're having trouble getting wet because um, it could just simply be, um, you know, your birth control. Hand in hand with your birth control, um, it could be that your medications are drying you out. Um, so, for example, antihistamines um, are one of the many types of medication that can mess with your ability to get lubricated. Um, these medications dry not only your sinuses out, but also your coochie. Um, Accutane is another medication that be that could be causing potential issues here. Um, this acne drug reduces how much sebum oil you produce, and it is intentionally drying out your skin. And people taking it have experienced dryness of the skin, eyes, nose, along with vaginal dryness. Um, another reason could be that you are about to get your period. Your levels of wetness typically change with your cycle. So after you ovulate and before you get your period, you can experience some vaginal dryness because your levels of estrogen are low when you begin your cycle. Um, another reason could be the type of lube you are using is causing you to be more dry. Um, the water-based lubes tend to dry up quickly. Um, and so you may need to keep reapplying, you know, water-based lubes, which leads you to think that you are drier than you actually are. Um, so it's important to get a lube that works for you. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about this later. Um, and some more reasons you could be experiencing vaginal dryness could be that you have a medical condition. Um, conditions like thyroid disorder and immune system disorders, um, 
one specifically, I'm going to butcher um, this, but I believe it's called Sjogren syndrome, is uh, most commonly associated with dry eyes, dry mouth, and down below dryness. Um, another one that when you hear this, you think, oh my gosh, it's so simple. Um, you aren't drinking enough water. Um, dehydration can actually cause vaginal dryness, like it can cause dry skin in other areas of your body. Um, it can also make you less likely to be in the mood, which definitely affects your ability to get wet. Because if you're not in the mood, you're not going to get wet. And so last but least, another reason why you might not be able to get as wet is your mental health. Um, I mean, it's hard to get aroused and lubricated if your mind is focused on other things like, you know, impending doom, stress, um, how much, you know, your life sucks. Um, you know, it can be hard. And sometimes medication like SSRIs, which are selective reuptake inhibitors, can lower your sex drive and make it even harder for you um, to get to work um, and get wet. And so talk to your doctor and see what your options are. Um, because it shouldn't be a compromise between, you know, having an antidepressant that works for you, but compromising on, you know, your sex drive. Um, I am on a medication called Welbutrin, and Welbutrin is actually the only antidepressant out there that increases your libido. Um, and not only does it increase your libido, it actually suppresses your appetite and it helps people who are trying to stop smoking nicotine. Um, so that is just a fun fact about Wellbutrin. Obviously, consult with your doctor. Um, that is the big, you know, message here. Consult with your doctor. Doctors know more than I do. Um, but so let's get into what is lube. Um, I remember as a kid seeing like the restaurant lube stop. I was always like, what is this? Like, isn't this kind of inappropriate to have like a restaurant called Lube Stop? Um, until I realized that lubrication does not just apply to the vagina. It can apply to other things as well. Um, so lube, um, otherwise known as a personal lubricant, um, is either a liquid or a gel that is used to prevent unwanted friction during sex. Um, and you can use lube for penetrative sex as well as masturbation, um, also for anal sex. Um, the sky is your limit here. Um, you know, do it for whatever you want. Um, and so there are three different types of lubes. There is a water-based lube, silicone-based, and an oil-based. And so I'm just going to briefly talk about the differences between these three. Um, water-based lubes are really good for people who have sensitive a silicone-based option typically lasts longer, um, but an important thing to note here is that you should not use a silicone-based lube with a silicone sex toy because um, that can break down the silicone over time. Um, and then oil-based lubes are also another long-lasting option, but you do not want to use an oil-based lube if you are using latex condoms um, because that can cause them to tear a break. And if you're using a condom, you obviously do not want a little teeny baby. So make sure you are using the correct um, form of lube. So it is very important to do your research on your lube um, 
and make sure you are getting the correct one for you and your needs and your partner. Um, Because there are differences and you want to get something that works. Um, And there are so many different variations out there of different types of lube that they make. You know, there's tangling lube, there's lubes for like you and your partner, there's like warming lube, like there are so many different types. So get out there, like try a different bunch of types, you know, see what works for you. Um, See what, you know, helps you get more wet. It's fun for you and your partner or for you and your toy together. Um, But an important thing to know that when you are looking for lubes, you want to avoid the ingredients glycerin, petroleum, non-anoxyl 9, chlorhexidine gluconate, and propylene glycol. Um, These ingredients um, are known to cause irritation and inflammation and ain't nobody want that down there. Um, And another kind of fun fact is that you can, in fact, use coconut oil as lube. Um, It is a safe, natural option that can alleviate the friction um, and vaginal dryness. However, keep in mind that unrefined coconut oil has less processing and bleaching, so that might be your best bet if you're trying to go a more natural, um, organic route. But please, please, for the love of God, keep your lube of coconut oil separate from your like kitchen coconut oil. Nobody wants that getting mixed. That would be disgusting. So please, please keep that separate. For today's episode, I hope you guys were able to learn something new. Um, If you weren't able to learn anything, I hope you could just take away that vaginal dryness does not mean that anything is wrong with you. Using lube is okay. Using lube is cool. Uh, It's what the cool kids are doing these days. So don't be afraid to use it. And if you have any concerns about your hoo-ha, go Holler at the doctor and figure it out because you deserve to have a healthy, happy vagina. And that is it. And goodbye.